This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, let's get into some NBA talk because we do have a, a pretty nice slate today. Let's start with the Cavs and the Pacers. We've got the Cavs on the road here laying five and a half. Uh, Pacers plus 190 on the money line if you do like that. The Pacers have actually been a pretty solid bet uh, in the NBA, at least for me, one of the few go-to teams. Uh, total in this one, 224 uh, for the total. So, Jenks, I know we like playing the Cavs at home, but on the road yeah. here, do you think the Cavs or the Pacers are the play? I think the Cavs are the play. I don't like this game at all. I'm not crazy about this pick. And you mentioned it. The Cavs are just a different animal on the road. They're three games below 500 overall. But the line did open at Cavaliers minus four and a half, immediately moved to Cavaliers minus five. So that made me scratch my head. Cavs are also four, two, and one against the number coming off a straight up loss. I think there are better bets on the board. I would lean Cavs, but if you want to talk me into Pacers at home getting five and a half, totally would take that as well. Yeah, I think that would be the play for me. Just because you're getting quite a few points with the Pacers team has been pretty good against the number at home. 10-7 and seven ATS this year when playing uh, in uh, Indiana. And also, the last time these two met up, it was kind of a tight game. Uh, the Pacers did cover. Final score was 118-112. Cleveland winning that one. But the Pacers covering, covering the point eight, and they actually led at halftime, 61-54. to 54. So I think the better play here is the Pacers uh, getting points, 5-2 and two against the spread over their last seven games. So let's take the Pacers for me. Let's go to Charlotte, where the Hornets are hosting the Thunder. Hornets minus one here, total 240. Good gracious a total mm. that's in the 240s uh but it's the hornets and the thunder so it's not that surprising jenks is there an angle that you are seeing in this game yes you and jake might go to the hornets game tonight and take blake with you if you do i would recommend taking the thunder i think the wrong team is favored here how a good conscience can i take the hornets worst covering team in the nba at home this year four and 11 against the number Oklahoma city also four and one against the spread in their last five games in Charlotte. I'm going to trust Shea Gilgis Alexander who will be a superstar. If you played anywhere else, thunder plus one, let's go. Yeah. I wonder what SGA's points prop is. Cause if there's ever a good matchup here, it's against the Charlotte mm -hmm. defense. That's been absolutely terrible. And we all know SGA can explode for a ton of points. I do think Oklahoma City is the the play here. Like you said, they've been excellent against the number, and they're getting a point here. I know that they have not been great straight up on the road, but against the spread, they're still all right uh, when playing away from Oklahoma City. 10-6 and six ATS away, and the Hornets are a dismal 5-10 and 10 ATS when playing in Charlotte. But yes, we might go to the game. And maybe Jake will get to see the honeybees in person, who he follows on Instagram, to my chagrin. All right, let's go to Boston, <laughs> where the Celtics, favored by six, hosting the Clippers, totaled to 27. The Celtics have been a, a bit of an up-and-down team over the last couple of weeks. They start off red hot in the NBA and still look like one of the premier teams uh, in the league. But this is a pretty big number against a Clippers team that's been – Kind of a head-scratcher for most better. So, Jenks, is there something you're eyeing here? I think this is too many points. I'd actually be on the Clippers because now it looks like at least consistently they're playing with their full complement. And, of course, by that I mean Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Clippers are 10-8 and 8 against the spread this season when playing on the road. Quietly, the fourth-best team 
in the conference. And I think the only sabotage factor is that this is their fourth consecutive road game. Not on back-to-back nights, but could be a little tired. Still, I, for an L.A. team that's playing much better, I'd grab the points of the Clippers. Yeah, and maybe an over. Uh, looking at this total of uh, 220, uh, what was it, 225, 220, yeah, 225, or 227, excuse me. Uh, I think both these teams can contribute to the over. And the thing about the Celtics that makes me a little nervous to take the Clippers here, the Celtics have not only been winning, but absolutely blowing out opponents. If you look at their last three games, they've laid some pretty sizable spreads, like 15 against the Rockets, covered that one easily, like five and a half against a good Milwaukee team, covered that one, winning that game 139 to 118, and then against Minnesota, like nine and a half, covered the spread and won that game 121 to 109. So we all know that Boston can really uh, fill up the stat sheet when it comes to the offense. I think the over might be worth a look, too. Uh, but, yeah, I'm a little nervous about laying it or even trusting the Clippers to do anything. Let's go to Toronto, Raptors, Grizzlies. Grizzlies minus two, total 225. Jinx, I think we're a little gun-shy with the Grizzlies because they cost us in our squad play the other night. Are you willing to return to the well and back the Grizz here? God, I knew you were going to say that. And you should have because we got burned on that game. That should have been a dub for both of us. Here's the thing. We always talk about teams that are no plays, and the Raptors are that team for me. Probably should be the Grizz after that L, but I can't make a real strong case for Toronto Hill here, I should say. Raptors 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Fred Van Vliet, questionable tonight. He's a big part of their offense, as we know. And shouldn't the Grizz be motivated after losing two straight, including that just bum of a loss? against Phoenix at home. It's a short number. I will be hesitant, but I will lay the two with Memphis. What about you? I think that is the play. I think emotionally I cannot handle my hopes riding on Memphis once again because they've been really bad lately. They've lost four of their last five games straight up to teams like Oklahoma City, like Golden State without Steph Curry, and they haven't been covering these numbers. So I think one way you can look at it is you're getting a discount on a good Grizzlies team that is at full strength, or you can say this Grizzlies team is not trustworthy just yet. But you could probably say that about uh, Toronto as well. They probably should have won uh, that game against the Clippers, and uh, they were favored by four, and they lost straight up by quite a few points. So I don't think Toronto is trustworthy either. I think the play is probably the Grizzlies, but a no play for me because emotionally, I cannot handle it. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. I'm Chelsea Messenger. He's Michael Jenkins. Continuing on with our NBA coverage, let's go to San Antonio. Spurs, Knicks. Knicks minus five, total 230. Jenks, I already know my angle for this one. What's yours? Oh, I hope it's the same as yours. I am laying the five with the Knicks. They play very good defense, allowing the sixth lowest field goal percentage in the NBA. Meanwhile, the Spurs are one of the worst shooting teams in the league. Spurs are also terrible on the perimeter as far as their defense goes. The only question here, and this is the one sabotage factor, be careful because Jalen Brunson sat out that game last time out when the Knicks were facing the Mavs, and R.J. Barrett left that game with a lacerated finger. If R.J. Barrett goes and Jalen Brunson go, then I would absolutely lay the five with New York but I'm a little worried about injuries this early in the morning because I'm not quite sure if those guys are going to play or not. 
Yeah, uh, it is a little tricky, but I think if everybody plays, the play is the Knicks in the first half. This is a trend that I have been writing for quite some time. The Knicks, the number one team in the NBA, when covering numbers in the first half, 25-10 and 10 ATS in the first half this season, and also have been pretty good uh, away from New York City. 12-5 and 5 ATS in the first half uh, and uh, on the road as well. So Knicks in the first half, laying two and a half. I think that's the play for me and obviously keep your eye on that injury report because that does make a difference let's go to dallas where we have an in-state matchup between the mavs and the rockets mavs laying 11 total 222 the mavericks have been terrible at covering numbers this season but the rockets are terrible so which side is the less terrible option well i cannot lay 11 with the mavs there's just no way I can do it. I would look at the over or grab the Rockets plus 11. You mentioned it. I mean, the Mavs are terrible against the number. 9-17 and 2 this season against the spread. Not only that, you have to wonder, like, mentally, are they ready to win by double digits after that game against the Knicks, which was record-setting. They scored, what, 13 points in just over 30 seconds to send that game to overtime. That was that 60-point triple-double by Luka. So, to go from a game like that where you throw everything out there and then you're supposed to win by double digits, even against a bad Rockets squad, I either go over 222 or I grab the points with Houston. God, but Houston's been so bad. Not just straight up, but covering numbers. Like, they have not covered in four of their last six games. And they've been getting a ton of points. I will say last time out against the Celtics, that's a very good Celtic squad. Doesn't it just feel like Dallas only plays to the level that they need to play. I think that's why the record is what it is. Like Luka Doncic knows exactly what he needs to do, and he doesn't do like anything more. Like he scored 60 in that last game, but that game went to overtime. Like he needed to do all of that just to keep his team in it. So I don't know. I don't think either side really looks, you know, palatable for me, but Uh, do you really want to play the Rockets? 11 and a half? It is a big number. Let me make this very clear. I would lean Rockets. I am definitely not racing to BetMGM and saying, I got to throw down some money. I got to get 11 with the Rockets. I'm saying if you're compelled to play this, I just, for a a Mavs team that is so bad at covering, and here's the thing, Houston is bad as well. So I don't know how, I think probably the over is maybe the safer play because looking at covering against the spread, both of these teams are terrible at it, Chelsea. Yeah, and what about an under? 222 and a half. Wasn't the quote from Luka Doncic after last game was that he was tired? I would imagine that he's not going to be running and gunning up the court, even though he already plays at a very slow pace. So maybe the under is worth a look in the Rockets and the Mavs game. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.